0: Welcome to our podcast. Today's title is the God who judges me is the same God who shows me mercy. Did God just try to kill me? So I had a dream last night that someone was trying to kill me. Well, he had asked someone to kill me, but the person who, who he had asked was close to me and didn't want to do it. So they helped me escape instead. I didn't know who the guy that wanted to kill me was, yet I knew who he was at the same time. Um, I didn't know the fullness of who he was, but I seemed to know why he wanted to kill me. The weird part was me knowing that he wanted to kill me because he loved me, i.e. he couldn't really have me without killing me first. I woke up from the dream very frightened, but not as frightened as I was in the dream. In my dream, I was so frightened that I couldn't walk. I tried to reflect on what it meant. All kinds of thoughts just began flooding into my head. I thought, maybe I'd caught a virus and it was giving me nightmares, you know? Now, I wasn't frightened because I thought the devil was trying to kill me or mess with my mind or tell me lies or anything like that. I was frightened because somehow there was this sense of calm that came with me knowing in this very moment that following God comes with a price. It's a difficult walk. Suddenly, every story I had read in the Bible about people encountering God came flooding back to me. I thought of Abraham encountering God and asking for a son. And soon enough, God comes and asks him to kill the same son. That story is in Genesis uh, chapter 22. I remember telling my daughter that the test in that story wasn't only for Abraham. The test was also for Isaac. See, Isaac had to be willing to offer himself as a sacrifice as well. Otherwise, he could have run from, from his father. Now, in my dream, I was scared witless. But in my waking life, I had the time to ponder and ask myself the one faithful question. Are you willing to offer yourself as a willing sacrifice? Again, I thought of God meeting uh, Moses and asking him to go rescue his people from the Egyptians. But then the same story goes on to say that God met Moses on his way to the inn and tried to kill him. But Zipporah, Moses' wife, rescues him by circumcising their son. Again, that story is in Exodus 4, uh, chapter Exodus chapter 4, verse 24 through 26. Then I thought about Jesus, the ultimate sacrifice. I mean, he knew his end, yet he remained faithful even until the end. Knowing the promise set before him was that of resurrection. He was the prime example. We all know we'll die someday, but choosing to embrace death so we can inherit life... Is a difficult concept to grasp. I rose up from bed, said my prayers, asking God for mercy and the will to push forward, irrespective of any hurdle or difficulty. The word diligent came to my mind. So I looked it up in a dictionary and I I looked up every instance of that word in the Bible. I decided to go about my day with a fervent and grateful heart, being diligent to follow through on everything that God had put in my heart to do for today. The day will start with my husband actually changing plans that we had made the night before. Um, He wanted to show me a new route that he had discovered, but then he changed his mind again and said he was running late. This led to me being late in dropping off our daughter and then being late for a couple of other morning errands. Now, soon after I dropped out our daughter off, I was caught in a slow moving traffic along the middle school way. Only for someone to suddenly cut me off from behind. It was a two lane road and I was driving on the left lane, right, and I was driving past the street that was on the right when the driver behind me suddenly drove ahead of me from the left side just to turn into the street on the right. It was a perfect T accident at that moment. I stepped on my brakes and all I had was this cracking sound like my brake box had broken. My brakes didn't work. I screamed, Jesus, and suddenly my car came to a halt. Now, it all happened at the same time within a few seconds. All I could say was, thank you, Lord, when I realized that the guy had made a clean escape. My car had stopped in time even though the race had failed me. I couldn't understand what just happened or how my car was able to stop. I couldn't even bring myself to push the horns at the reckless driver or or yell a cursory curse word at him. Now, after shaking myself out of my shaken state, I stepped on the accelerator and continued driving. My heart was pounding really fast. I could hear it in my head like a bass drum. Suddenly, my dream came back to me. I didn't know what to make of what just happened. I was so shaken, I had to ask, did God just try to kill me or did he just try to test me? I mean, I was on the right lane. I was driving at the right speed. Nothing I had done was out of place, even though I was running late. But someone else, who probably was running late too, figured his car was fast enough to make a bad decision. I couldn't help but wonder... If this was all one big coincidence, or was my day going exactly as it should, just as God had determined it would? See, God never said we wouldn't encounter trouble. In fact, Jesus said, in this world, you will have trouble, but take courage, I have overcome the world. That's in John chapter 16, verse 33. The trouble part is a guarantee, but so is the fact that nothing will by any means harm us. I think about Isaiah 45 verse 7 where God says, I form the light and create the darkness. I make shalom and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. See, it's funny how we always think of the devil causing the bad things and God causing the good things, like they are two opposing forces, yet God says, it's me who does everything. As soon as I got to work, I called my husband and told him what had happened. He screamed, the devil is a liar. (laughs) I can't help but wonder if the ancient world thought the same way. Like when Jacob encountered the man that wrestled with him the night after he had received a promise from God, did he think there was an opposing force that could steal God's promise from him? I took a pause to reflect on what happened this morning. I could write it off as a mere coincidence but i'm pretty sure the scribes of the tanakh never saw anything as mere coincidences they saw god as supreme over all things the same god who pours out judgment on the world causing calamity is the same god who shows us mercy and grace by giving us his son for our redemption for once i felt like jacob and joseph having a hope yet being shaken having a promise to endure for and towards Yet, facing trouble and calamity. I thought about the guy who just crossed paths with me and almost, you know, caused a terrible accident. I didn't see his face or his license plate or even the back of his head because it happened so fast and I was mostly in shock afterwards. But I now compare him to the guy who Jacob had to wrestle with for a blessing rather than settle for a curse. Or Joseph's brothers when Joseph told them, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. See, our society today is so selfish. We never stop to think what our selfishness does to the next person. We were both late, but he chose to make a, a bad turn. What today has taught me is despite our best efforts and precautions, we're bound to slip at some point, like the failed breaks. But when that slip comes, it's God who's there to shield us. Our job is to follow him wholeheartedly and completely. At this point, I'm reminded of those who live in places where the church is persecuted and they have to embrace death to defend their faith in Christ. Places like Pakistan, Iran, North Korea, and even Northern Nigeria. I'm not expecting the road to be easier, but I'm more confident to walk on courageously. Sayla, I hope you enjoy the story.